A healed past unleashes a hope-filled future, but healing is a journey. Why should we heal? And what can keep us from taking the necessary steps toward healing? In this episode, we want to invite you to join the journey of healing from the pain of your past through a vibrant life with Christ. Welcome to Living the Reclaim Life podcast. I'm Denisha. We're glad you're here for conversations that revive hope, inspire healing, and encourage you to live a vibrant life with Christ. So grab a cup of coffee as we chat with today's guest. Welcome back to another episode of Living the Reclaim Life. This is Valerie, and I have something to share with you, and that is Denisha is here with me on the podcast. Denisha, we've missed you. Welcome back. It is good to be back. Thank you guys for all of your love and support. And here we are back on the podcast together. Yes. Yay. It's been a while. I've missed you. And we just want to thank you again. I've been telling our audience, Denisha, how much I've appreciated everyone's support and just engagement as we've done things a little different. We've had two podcasts a month the last few months, but just the amount of engagement and sharing, even last month with mental health awareness, we just appreciate that you guys have continued to stay with us and we're not going anywhere. So we're glad that you've been on this journey with us for the last four years with Reclaim Story and this podcast. And speaking of journey, we are kicking off the month of June with an invitation. And the invitation we have for you is to join the journey. And that's what we're going to be talking about this podcast is what is this journey that we're inviting you to? And we want to share some exciting things coming up in our ministry and especially that we're launching this summer. So Denisha, you have a verse to share with us as we kick off this topic of what it looks like to come along on this journey with us. When I came across this verse, I thought, wow, this verse is a very good transition into this next season of Reclaim Story. And it is Psalm 40, and it's verse 1 through 3. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed, and they will put their trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. I love that verse. And as we were breaking it down, notice the acknowledgement, you know, that he lifted me out of the pit of despair. Many of us have despair in our stories. Many of us have been in a pit, will be in a pit. That is part of life, right? That's one thing that Jesus promises us is that we will have hard times in our life. And we need to name it and not be afraid to identify it. We talked about that on our podcast with depression is about naming our feelings and that validates it. So that's part of that, recognizing that we all have despair, that we don't need to be ashamed of our feelings and our emotions and what we're going through. That is so true. And that's part of that painful past, you know, that many of us can really relate to. And the other thing I love on here is the word reclaimed means to rescue from an undesirable state and restore to a previous natural state. 
That's what mm-hmm. God put on our hearts with the word reclaimed. And I love that in this verse, we see the rescuing from despair, rescuing out of the mud and the mire. And we also see restoration. He gave me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. And then that many will see what he has done and be amazed. And isn't that true of mm-hmm. our healing journey? That. Yeah. We find ourselves in a pit at some point in our lives. And sometimes we climb out really fast and run away from it, pretend it never happened. Mm-hmm. and Until other, we fall back in. Until we fall back in <laughs> or find ourselves in another one and go, this looks really familiar, yeah, right? Yeah. So that is part of that healing process mm-hmm. is allowing God to rescue us out of the mud and the mire, to let him steady our feet, and then to restore, to give us mm-hmm. a new song to sing. And about a year ago, a little less than a year ago, some friends of ours, Rhonda and Jeff, contacted Nancy and I and said, you need to meet this lady named Susan. She runs a ministry, Thrive Life Skills, and we just think you guys need to be connected in your hearts and what you're doing in your in the ministries. And so that's exactly what we did. So we connected with Susan, and for, gosh, I guess probably the last seven or eight months, we've been talking and collaborating, and Susan has just written some healing material that really takes us on a journey from our suffering through our suffering toward healing. And we are so excited, you guys, because this is the month that we finally get to tell you about it. And one of the things that we are going to be doing, and you'll see it in our emails as well, if you're not already subscribed, jump over to reclaimstory.com and be sure to subscribe to our weekly emails because you'll receive an invitation if you're here in Tucson to a conference um, with Susan Hobbaker. Mm -hmm. And we are in collaboration to write, to help edit and to work on this material that will walk us through a journey to healing. Now, we know that healing's not a destination. Mm-hmm. It's not, I wish I could say in a week, oh, I have arrived at healing. I'm officially done. But there are so many different layers to our stories. And our whole life is part of redemption, right? That's Genesis to Revelation is God rescuing and restoring us in our stories. And so at the end of this month, in the end of June, here in Tucson, Arizona, we are going to have a conference at Pantano Church where we are bringing in Susan Habegger from Thrive Life Skills to kind of kick off and bring a beautiful perspective on healing to us. And then we are going to be launching life groups out of that using her curriculum. Yeah, a new song. As we're talking about the journey, the journey of healing, I think it's important to ask why. Why do we need to accept this invitation of joining this journey? Why heal? What is the importance of healing? Because we know Jesus reclaimed our stories, right? On the cross, he died, we are saved, he has reclaimed our stories, but we don't always live reclaimed, right? And that's that abundant life piece that we talk about with our mission. And so we want to talk about that. We want to talk about that with you guys today is why heal and then what keeps us from taking those steps toward healing. I love what you just said. Let's start with why do we not take Mm -hmm. the steps towards healing? What holds us back from going on a journey toward healing? Well, I know for me, just in my journey, Fear has been a 
big, big obstacle. You know, Denisha, I sit with other women too, women I coach, women we minister to, and I hear that so many times is fear, right? Fear is such an obstacle. And I think sometimes, I know you and I have talked about this again, it's like, who wants to feel pain, right? (laughs) I mean, any of us who've suffered emotionally, even physical pain, you know, stubbing our toe on the edge of a couch, like who wants to feel that again? And I think that can be definitely a huge obstacle to us taking that step is that we have that fear of what is it going to feel like if I go back? What is it going to feel like if I go back and revisit those memories? What if I fall apart? And you have a great illustration about this. Okay, so I imagine me having a sweater on and there's that little thread that's bugging you and you think, oh, I'm just going to pull that thread. And so if I embark on a healing journey, I feel like what if I pull that thread And next thing you know, my sweater comes unraveled, my protection, my defenses all come down and I'm naked Yeah, because that's vulnerable and that's Mm. scary. And I think you're exactly right that part of our fear is feeling that pain again, but that's not really what happens. And in our attempt to protect ourselves from those painful feelings, we actually shut ourselves down from all emotion. Mm -hmm. I know that I have done that. When I've tried to not feel something hard, I've also excluded joy. Mm -hmm. You know, our brains don't just just shut down all the bad emotions. Wouldn't that be great? I'll flip (laughs) that switch right now, right? But it shuts down Mm -hmm. all of our emotions. So we lose not only the hard parts, but we also lose the joy and the goodness that we feel in our lives as well. So when you pull that sweater, you will not come unhinged. That's just kind of a lie that we believe in order to protect ourselves and cover up the things that have wounded us. Yeah, that's so good. And you know, right, that kind of goes into our next thought is lies, right? We're believing the lie that we're going to fall apart and never recover, or that, you know, if I go there, I'm going to be rejected or abandoned, or I'm not going to feel safe. So I think lies, I mean, lies are so huge as far as how they can keep us from healing. Because I've even talked to women and I've even believed myself, like, am I even worth it? You know, like maybe we talk about shame a lot. Like maybe somebody has said, you know, like, you'll never be good enough. You'll never amount to anything. And I, so I think even the lies we believe about ourselves or that have been told us makes us feel like, well, why am I even worth getting better? You know, and so that can really keep us trapped. And and like I said before, is that that fear of that, if they only knew, you know, if they only knew my past, if I share this with somebody. And unfortunately, I think many of us can say we have had those moments where we took a risk and shared, and then we were hurt even more. And we understand that pain. And, you know, sometimes we have to forgive that hurt that we've experienced from opening up again. But we know here at Reclaim Story that this is a safe community and that you don't have to fear that judgment or like you said, that that being exposed, that we can be vulnerable with our emotions. We can even be vulnerable with our sin and know that that's how we bring the dark to the light. We have to talk about it. So yeah, so I think fear, I think lies. What else can keep us from taking that step? Well, and on that topic as well, you know, we think what you said, if they only knew. Well, can I tell you that when we sit in a room with other women who want to be on the healing journey as well, everybody in there is thinking the same thing. Can we just take that off the table right there? Everyone in the room feels like if they only knew. Mm -hmm. And what's so beautiful about a safe community is being able to say, 
here's what I've endured. We realize in that that we are not alone. Once someone kind of breaks that open and is vulnerable, it gives others permission in the room to do so as well. So we all think that. We all worry about what people think. Yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, I think along with that fear, I think sometimes we just fear like this isn't going to work. Like I've tried everything. I've done that. I've been there. And, you know, I think that goes back to what we're trying to put in perspective here is that healing is a journey. You know, I mean, I've been in counseling and it was beneficial, but does that mean that I'm never going to need counseling again or that I'm never going to need to read that helpful book again? Or, you know, it's like with scripture, right? We say, you know, God's word is alive and active. We may read a verse one day and receive from it, but then the next day God illuminates something else we need to know. So I think sometimes that fear or kind of almost like we just doubt, like, is this really going to work? I've tried everything. So that can also, I think, be a hindrance. And, you know, just also being afraid to take off the mask, like we've talked about. We know here at Reclaim Story, we encourage that you don't have to wear a mask, that we're all broken, we're all struggling. But I think we often do fear taking off that mask and showing who we really are. And yeah, so a lot of obstacles, a lot of obstacles. So true. And Wearing that mask that says, I'm fine, I'm good, you know, there's a cost to that. In order mm-hmm. to put on a mask, we have to turn away from something. We have to push through and and settle to a life that is less than what God has for us. In Jeremiah, this is such a neat passage, I think. It's chapter 6, verse 14, and it's also repeated in Jeremiah 8. It says, they dress the wounds of my people as though they were not serious. Peace, peace, they say, when there is no peace. And God is talking to the leaders of Israel. And what he's saying is that they dress the wounds of the people as if they're not serious. That's what we do when we say, how are you? I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's good. But there is no peace. Things aren't fine. And things aren't good. How honest do we want to be about our life? Do we want to address our wounds and say, peace, peace? Or you just keep swimming, you know, or do we want to actually invite the Lord on a healing journey with us and step into that with him and be honest about our heart and our story? I know for me, every time I said peace, peace, where there was no peace, it was me shoving something that had happened under the rug. And as I got older, it was about my my late 30s, early 40s, I kept like tripping and I'd fall and I'm like, what is that? Now, not really, of course, but like I would make mistakes or I'd be stuck in these patterns or loops or decisions. And I'm like, what is going on? And what I realized is all of the things that I had been shoving under the rug in my life and saying, it's peace, peace, where there was no peace. Later on in our life, we begin tripping over that rug. And that, I believe, is an invitation to invite God in to begin the healing journey. So why heal? Right? We've talked about why we don't take the steps toward healing, but what are the benefits for healing? And one of the things I like to focus on is that we will find freedom. Mm -hmm. When we take those steps toward healing, we will find freedom to be who God has created us to be. You know, I know a lot of women talk about, you know, I don't know what my purpose is, you know, and I think wounds 
can make us doubt that, you know, wounds or things that have been said to us or said about us. But when we begin to heal, we begin to see the purpose we were created for and to really step into who God has made us to be. I learned this definition of, it was actually kind of referring to the church, but we are the church. Church is not a building, church is people. So if you're a believer in Christ, you are the church. And I love what it says. It says, we are a people filled with the Holy Spirit's power and presence, given a purpose and called to a specific time and place. So, you know, when we're caught in that suffering and the wounds, then that's when we doubt, like, what is our calling? What is our purpose? And so that can cover that up. But when we begin to heal, we see that revelation of who God has called us to be and for what purpose he has called us to. So I love that, that we are a people set aside for a purpose and calling. And that's why we need to heal for God to reveal that. And boy, isn't it true that past suffering can really reveal our purpose or our calling? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're always asking why, why did I have to go through that? Why did I experience that? And then we go, how funny, 20 women in my life have come to me with this exact same situation. So sometimes that past suffering reveals our calling. Yeah, exactly. But I think too, it's when we start to realize, like you were talking about tripping over that rug, sometimes we're not aware of what we need to heal from or why we need to heal. But one of the kind of the warning signs could be that you know, our responses, our reactions are not matching reality. You know, maybe you overreact to somebody touching you in a certain way on the shoulder or and that triggers you back to something in the past. Or sometimes you have a like an over-exaggerated or an angry or some kind of response that just doesn't match the present moment. And that can be like, okay, yeah, there's something triggering me. And that could be another warning side of like, yeah, I need to heal from this. You know, why heal? To fulfill our dreams and goals, Denisha. You know, again, I've had so many women and even myself, I've said, okay, I have this dream, but I just don't feel I can get there. I feel stuck. I see this dream. I see this goal, but why can't I get there? Well, that's another sign that, yeah, I need to heal. Why heal? So that God can start speaking his dreams and his desires over you. What else, Denisha, what else can you think of that? Why do we heal? Why should we heal? I think one thing that comes to mind is hurting people hurt people, Mm. right? So when we have wounds that are not tended to in our story, we can hurt other people, but healed people help other people heal. Yes. And so I think just healthy relating to others is Mm. really important too. And just so many new possibilities when we begin to view ourselves, our life, our story through a different lens of healing that we find hope in that and a sense of strength. Yeah. We highlight stories of transformation on our website because you may not have gone through the same circumstances and details, but you can understand low self-worth or maybe addiction or anxiety. And so that's why we heal. We heal to have that sense of belonging and community that I have a story and my story could be shared and help somebody else. That's what we want you to hear very clearly is that healing is a journey. And like we've talked about that tension of life that we 
are wounded and healing, <laughs> that, you know, we still carry the scars of our past, but we can integrate, you know, what we have learned and how we have healed into our present. And that's what the importance of healing is, that it's a journey that we're wounded in healing. And, you know, our wounds are not always self-inflicted, right? I mean, we've talked so much that we live in a broken world. We were born into a wounded world. And so it's not only our sin, but the sin of others who have brought pain, you know, but Jesus wants us to bring that to him. And, you know, as we've talked about, when we engage in our stories and we begin our healing journey in a safe place with other people that we can be real with, those wounds in our story begin to heal. And I love also, we've talked about Psalms. I love this verse, Psalm 147, three, it says, he heals the brokenhearted. You know, that's a promise right there that you can cling to is that he will bring healing. He heals. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And when God binds up our wounds, there really is peace. It's not just a Band-Aid. It is a lasting healing peace. When you said Band-Aid, you reminded me of something that Susan said um, mm -hmm. as I was talking to her recently as we're planning this conference and getting ready to launch uh, her material for mm -hmm. healing. And I asked her, I said, why Why do you think it's important to heal? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kind of summarize what she said. I took some notes on this, but it was so good. And she said, I believe that we should begin the journey of healing because many of us are unsure about how to live this life that we become swept away by what comes next, by people's expectations, by perspectives that we've been given, even in church, that we keep going not sure in our hearts how we should be living and responding to life. And she said that part of the reason that we're unsure is because we've been putting Band-Aids on things. We've been turning the corners and making quick decisions, putting that mask on, trying to do the next right thing and hope that everything comes out okay. But deep inside, we don't have that feeling of contentment of well-being, of clarity and peace of who we are and who we are to the people around us. And I just love that. As she mentioned that, she says it's a challenge, right? To, mm -hmm. There's a challenging task in beginning to join the journey of reversing a little bit, pulling those Band-Aids off, letting go of those quick decisions and identifying what has not been working for us. And then gently and slowly, we can reclaim. We can make choices that take us in a direction that is safer, that carries less doubt and less stress. And I love that. And she was saying in there also that when we do that, when we pursue healing in the places that we've been wounded, that that is a way that we can get out of the same old patterns and live in the fullness that God promises us. I was thinking about Jesus, and we've used the word trauma a lot in our ministry and, and now suffering, but you know, Jesus really was the first person to minister in a trauma-informed way. I love this because he knew people's stories, right? Sometimes we experience pain and suffering because we have had the lack of an empathetic witness in our life. And Jesus was that. I love that. Jesus was that empathetic witness to the bleeding woman, to the crippled woman, to the woman caught in sin. He was an empathetic witness. And he said, come, you will find healing and I will be with you. And so we want to invite you again to be with us. Join us in this journey of taking that first step toward healing your story. So this month, we invite you to join the journey. 
And there's a few different ways, as Valerie said, to join us at the conference if you're in Tucson, to join a small group, which we will be um, opening up small groups the end of June uh, for registration. And depending on how many people we have, um, we are also going to have for sure a group over Zoom. So wherever you are in the world, we would love to invite you to join the journey. And if you're thinking, you know, I think this sounds good, but I'm not quite ready yet right? I was there for a really long time. I was tripping over the rug going, I'm not picking that thing up. But if you're there, if that sounds familiar to you, just keep tuning in. We hope to encourage you. Um, Everything that we're learning, we just want to pour right back out into you. That is our hearts, that we would be able to help women find hope and healing after a painful past through a vibrant relationship with Jesus. And that's the key, right? The key is that relationship with Jesus because we know that he is our comforter and he is our healer. So we will see you again in two weeks as we invite Susan Habegger to come on the podcast and we'd love for you to get to know her. She has quite the incredible story and experience with ministering around the world and inviting people to join the healing journey with her. So we'll see you same time, same place in two weeks. Thanks for listening. I pray you found hope in today's conversation and maybe even feel a little less alone in your story. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed Story. Want to learn more about living a reclaimed life and how you can be a part of our growing community of reclaimers? Check out our website at reclaimedstory.com. All of those links and more will be in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this inspirational podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Not only will you be the first one to know when new content comes out, but it is also a huge help in helping us reach more people to live the reclaimed life.